0: Hi, and thanks for downloading The Sunranto Show, which is
1: brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information on how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to The Sunranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Covey, blue blood flowing through our Kobe veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the City rain. We've shed rain. a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, coffee, San With Michael, San and Crawley, San and the lovable losers. San with Michael, San and Crawley, San and the lovable losers.
2: Son Rantel! Sun
3: Rantel! God damn,
1: I'm out of practice. Ranto meets on Ranto. We're your modern Cubby family. We've got Danny Rocket. We got Michael Cotton and Crawley. I, I, was, I was thinking about that in the shower today because some guy was playing the drum parts on TikTok of uh Flintstone's song. And it's like it's, it's, it's actually a really cool drum part. It's like he's all over the place. And I was like, oh man, it's the perfect song for us. Um, but that we don't need any more copyright infringements on this show that we already have. Welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. I'm Danny Rocket. This show is brought to you by our 107 Patreon supporters. Thank you for supporting the Sun Ranto Show. Uh, we love you all dearly. Uh, Michael Cotton is back from Spain. Um, uh, bienvenidos a nuestro uh, programa. Uh, buenas noches. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Crowley's here, finally thawed out from the game on Tuesday that he went to. <laughs> He's like Han Solo, like coming coming a on of out of <laughs> Kryptonite. Yeah, but little, uh, yeah. little May Fourth
4: reference for all you guys.
1: And um,
3: it's I, Revenge I, of the Sith right now. Yeah, May Fourth. Yeah. Come
2: on.
1: <laughs> so, uh, and as always, hashtag chance with a capital C in the chat, and you can win a chance for me to send a postcard to you. Uh, that was filled out by me on the back that I haven't filled it out yet. So um, uh, hashtag chance in the in the chat, and you could win it. Um, let's get right to it. White Sox, Cubs, two games, north side, freezing colds, two-game losing streak for the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's how I basically look at this series. The Cubs probably should have won the second game. Uh, because the White Sox had those. That should have been a split like most Cubs-Sox series end up being just because of that's how they play each other. Right. But the the bad luck Cubs showed up on on Wednesday night, last night. And where, where the White Sox scored all their runs with these little squibbers and bullshit hits. Like even the first game, they had the one home run from Tim Anderson, but they scored the other one on an error and a little bunt swing and bunt and then they had those ones that fell in between yeah but that's 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 baseball i get that's no it's
3: not baseball it's it's a shitty defensive team like it's it's the problem with you know everybody's like oh you know well these guys give them some time give it that's the problem with having a team full of 30 year old rookies or uh or 25-year-old rookies. Like, those are the only guys you have. You don't have a lot of real established great players out there. And so this is the kind of defense you get. They're not – they don't work well together, it doesn't seem like.
1: Carla, you were talking about last night on the Color Cast, just as how that first inning kind of – in the game one, how it kind of took off on Efros. Right. Um, uh,
4: you have a team – of pitchers that pitch to contact you know Justin Steele's probably the best you have at the swing and miss although Wade Miley's making a rehab start he's getting some swing and misses in Iowa but you have contact and you have a lot of guys that aren't like like we talked about the other day we watched six years of elite defense from the Cubs Chris Bryant is a very good third baseman Javi Baez is an excellent shortstop and uh, Anthony was a top tier first baseman defensively and uh it's just, it's, it's, you're coming down from the party. Someone turned the lights on and it hurts your eyes to adjust to it because all of a sudden you're looking and you're like, what in the hell is this? Like things that we took for granted, some of those plays that Hobby made with amazing range or even difficult throws with the arm, you know, that saves the, it has such a ripple effect because now you're not using as many pitches, and your pitchers can last longer, and that saves your bullpen. Right. Well, and every and, single inning isn't the world, you know, relying on a mistake.
3: And anytime those throws were off by a little bit, you had a platinum glove winner over there at first that could make the bad throw work. You know, like if you know, so the other guys had a, a little bit of a chance to just work on it. I mean, you remember. Chris Bryant's rookie year. The guy could not throw to the to the correct side of first base. Like he just kept throwing into the, the runner line. every yeah. every single time. Uh you know, but Rizzo made that work all the time. Even do, even do when we those wanna, were. Off.
4: Do we want to scare Cub fans a bit? Think of it this way, Chris Bryant, Michael Martinez hits a ball in the grass. In the bottom, well, the bottom of the tenth <laughs> inning, Chris Bryant picks it up. He slips and he throws it, and Anthony Rizzo makes the catch. Does Swindell yep. make that same catch, or does it go past him? It's, <laughs> it's one of those overlooked things because if you watch some of the DVDs of the World Series, which is all I do now and cry, uh, you know, uh, Dexter Fowler is. Dexter Fowler says, "Oh no, you didn't." He thought. He thought. From what his outlook was on on the outfield from center field, he thought he threw it away. Yeah,
3: I'm imagining Danny, on that last play. Danny's in the shower thinking of uh, the Flintstones like songs for the show. Crawley's in the shower with a beer and the, the game plan, just sobbing.
1: Yeah. I would love to see I would love to see a World Series deep fake. You know of that, you know <laughs> at some point where the ball sails over Rizzo's head into the crowd, the winning run comes around to score, on like some inside the park Little League home run and then uh, cuz it would have tied it, right? Cuz they had a man yeah, on. It would have tied it, yeah. It would have tied it. And, but imagine like they throw it all around like the Keystone Cops and then the run scores on this wild freaking Little League home run and it's it is just a uh, crazy deep fake and then uh, they show all this like sh- Chicago just burning, just, <laughs> just, just burning. Like, the, the seven million people that showed up for the parade just rioting, showed yeah. up to burn it down. <laughs> yeah, just rioting. <laughs> oh man, it would have been terrible. But yeah, you're right about how it's like the you get that kind of like slippery slope. How it. The ripple effect of it all, because right away, to play from behind, was that the second inning where the error happened? Second inning when
4: the errors happened in that out.
1: So, you know, Wilson or uh, Wisdom nearly airmails the damn thing. And so then you got runners on and then they're, then, and then you just get babipped to death. Now, where the babip gods were killing us, like, I don't know what our, our babip was in that series, especially second game, like the balls were just not falling in hard hit ball from Wilson Contreras, you know, that Luis Robert got to two balls that, probably would have been base hits against us. You know what I mean? I think the batting
4: average usually on that hit with that angle, with that exit velocity is like 890% chance, percent chance of being an extra base hit. So,
1: it, so it, close it, to
4: it, nine times out of 10, that would have been at least a double.
1: Exactly. And so but you're relying on that. And, you know, some of the times those balls don't fall in, and sometimes that, that's frustrating. But you know that saying you create your own luck? It feel that's what a little bit what it feels like. It's just like, well, they're just not happening for us. It's like, well, Well, you kind of committed two errors, and you kind of, you know, let a infield hit score a run, and you kind of did a lot of things that made you lose the game because these weren't blowouts. We lost by two runs, and two of them were, and those two runs were unearned, and then we lost by one run. And we had lots of chances we could not cash them in so, so a couple of
4: things to think about. the Cubs at best coming into this season were five hundred team while the White Sox are supposed to be a World Series contender we as of right now, as it stands, we faced their second and third best pitcher, okay, and uh you know, they faced Tendrix, who's been struggling and uh an opener on and a bullpen game, and so I didn't feel like we were dominated like I was scared we were going to get blown out of the park, and uh you know. Like you said, in the first game, you had the errors in the home run, and in the second game, you know, you got the lead, and then, you know, Hendricks, you know, gave up the home run. I I had a Brayu, and unfortunately, Tim Anderson, but uh, for the beat, the streak, but I did have a Brayu who hit that home run, but uh, you were taking a look at that, and it was literally both of those plays that they scored the tying and winning run. That's 100% If I mean, it wasn't like they intended to do that. The balls just fell in the perfect right spot. And that's it. Do you make your own luck? Yes, yeah, sometimes. But sometimes, you know, you expect your balls to land and theirs not to. And it just didn't seem like the Cubs got that at well,
1: all. But the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by ColorCast. Uh, ColorCast is a free live Audio only sports talk platform, uh, which you can download and use with us. So you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time, uh, watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, live. Game watches together, and you can share your own experiences with hot takes on the app. So, all you need to do is you go and download the Colorcast app free at the iOS App Store. They're working on an Android version. You create a profile, you link your Twitter, and you join the, let's say, MLB group. Uh, you follow the Sunranto show at Sunranto show to be notified when the room goes live. And uh, we go live right now. Pretty much every Wednesday, but we sometimes do Sundays. And now that the season started, we're sometimes doing live game watches and calling the game ourselves. We just have a lot of fun on there. And uh, you can come and talk to us. Just have a good time and hang out. So download ColorCast and bring your spiciest takes. Again,
3: you have, you know, Horner at shortstop instead of Javi, right? And Horner is doing fine. Over there, but there are balls I see all the time that he's not getting to that Javi gets to, you know. And it's like it's not an error; it's just that's not in his ability to get
4: there. Right on the you time know? run on the time run, though, that was the one when they're all shifted, and the guy accidentally kind of yeah. hits it. It just goes exactly in the goddamn shifts. So no one, yeah. not even Javi in his Superman pajamas is getting that one. The other one with the right. magical—that was a really hard play too, and it just. I I, yeah I was just saying kind of in general
5: in general yeah
4: over over one sixty yeah over one sixty two you're going to get screwed on because your defense is not that good but it was just so frustrating in this series because I don't feel like the Cubs were outplayed I think they kind of shot themselves in their foot I didn't sit there like I'm sitting here I'm going you're going to the game Danny on Saturday I'm going to the game Sunday I'm sitting here scared shitless of what the Dodgers are going to do.
1: Oh I know. Yeah, well I well, we'll get into that at the end of the show. I've got a I've, I've got a whole uh I really it's more of an in memoriam than it is a preview for the cup season. <laughs> <laughs> but uh well let's take a look at some of these box scores. Uh I mean uh, uh, Rivas was still kind of hot, not in so much in this first game. Uh he, de- he definitely did not look good. Struck out a couple times. Suzuki's just been terrible lately. Uh, he's really come back down to earth and, uh, precipitously one for 19 in his yeah. last 19. Um, not good at all. Um, and he struck out twice in this game. They Cubs struck out 12 times, which we haven't seen a lot this year for a, for a, a pitched or a contact team. And the second game, they also struck out 12 times. So and Rivas had two of those as well. So it was looking,
4: it, it, that didn't bother me that much. I mean, those are two elite pitchers. When you take a look at Kopek, I mean, the guy is ridiculous. I was watching him and he was throwing that four seam fastball, you know, 97, 98. Like, it's just like, you know, it's such a, Such a difference compared to what we're used to seeing as far as velocity. And then when you take a look at, I wasn't at the game, uh, but Giolito is another guy that just strikes a ton of guys out. Yeah. Uh, So it it doesn't make me that frustrated as compared to when you strike out against shit-ass, you know, pitchers. I mean, these are really good pitchers.
3: Yeah, this team, especially in that second game, really felt like the old Cubs, right? Double-digit strikeouts, a couple of homers, and they lost. Yeah. <laughs> that, that seemed like the last couple of years with the, with the core. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, and Kyle Hendricks, I think we should uh, mention him for at least a moment because it wasn't, you know, we're, we're calling him Dr. Hendo and Mr. Kyle and it, he was kind of both like he was somewhere in between Dr. Hendo and Mr. Kyle in this one. Seven hits, which you don't really like to see, but got bad-bipped a lot in this game. But the two home runs is really concerning because. That's what he did last year, and that's what makes and, him.
3: And it wasn't. It wasn't like a home run night. It wasn't no. like wind is it. out and somebody just got a hold of it. No, they were hitting balls through the goddamn wind to get there. Yeah,
4: I will want to. I do want to mention this, and Coach D brings it up here. He says uh, that called third, third straight threes down the middle of the plate is a killer. Uh, look, everybody's all excited about the making contact Cubs. But sometimes you got to be aggressive up there at the plate. And I think, especially against the Brewers and the White Sox in that series, they just got caught looking with the bat on their shoulder. And you're like, dude, what are you guys doing? Like, I remember I was at CubsCon one year and Bobby Dernier sits down and I was talking to him. This is when, you know, Dusty was, I think Dusty was still coaching and trying to, or was it Dusty or Lou? I can't remember. But either, either way, I'm talking to Dernier and he said, you know, sometimes, you know it's good to take pictures, but other times the best pitch you may see in an at bat is the first pitch, and you may not see a better pitch to hit. And I'm just sitting here kind of frustrated because it just seems like the pitch recognition has been really off. And again, when you got two strikes on you, you, you got to be aware, you got to be ready, you know, for whatever. And I just thought that they were not.
1: Yeah, and I mean, because yeah, down the middle to to not see that, especially like Ian Happ on two pitches. I think he struck out. Both times looking last night, it is am I right about that? I think it. I think I am. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But that's that's frustrating. It's at the knees. I mean, I don't know if you can do a lot with that pitch. It's at the knees on the corner, but it was right there, and it was so obviously a strike coming across to him. I, you know, righty versus lefty matchup. Like there was no reason for him not to be able to to pick that up. And I don't know, maybe it was because we make fun of them on, on the show a lot, but as soon as a guy gets married they they seem to, they seem to uh, do worse on the Cubs. I don't know what it is. Like
4: Are you can go Samson and Delilah or Chris, yeah, uh, Chris yeah. Bryant on us. You know, I,
3: you, that, that picture got posted in the ranters page and I didn't see after I made my, my comment, but I swear to God, they, were they in a funeral home? That well, was like the lobby of a funeral home where he was proposing I, I, to her.
1: I have it later in the script, but I'll bring it up now because because I, <laughs> I, I I commented uh, Hap got engaged. Goodbye, trade value, and uh, yeah, it it does look like a funeral home. He's on his knee there. I hope the,
3: it's on to Dawson's f- funeral home.
1: Yeah, the flowers on the pedestal definitely are giving me funeral big time. <laughs> I suppose the the Asian cabinet on the back with that weird I don't know rhino horn up on top bat wing rhino horn situation might uh, give me art gallery. So yeah, but says. Yeah, but
3: that's that's kind of weird shit that you see at uh, you know I, I don't know it, it. As soon as I saw it and, and looking at it right now, I'm like, there's a dead person off camera.
1: The, the flowers <laughs> definitely look funerial, funereal, funereal, um, but so the other Kyle, I, I thought this was funny. I'm just going to put it up. Um, I am Susie Q. If you don't follow her on uh, Twitter, you should, because she's funny uh, and a cool person. But uh, she, she, she said, what's Kyle doing other than pitching himself into the number five spot on his next team? And. I thought that was kind of funny because here's here's the thing is like number five spot on the next team, but who's going to want him if he's like this? You know what I mean? I I think we all identified Kyle as probably somebody that they can move to get something for, but not like this. So, I mean, we got to, I mean, we're rooting for Kyle to win for our own sake because we're Cub fans, but we're also rooting for Kyle to do well. So somebody else will want him and we can get something for his ass, you know? So Just kind of frustrating um, how that all kind of went down. Um, I know I have a now we got to talk about a couple things that happened in this series. First of all, fuck Sox Sox fans. Even I know that it was Cub fan against Cub fan in the in the bleachers. And I want to show that fight and laugh about it. But like, (laughs) look at these assholes at the end of the condensed game. These White Sox fans are in the crowd. Game just ends. 3-1 White Sox. And these motherfuckers bring an L flag to Wrigley Field to sh- hold up in our face and like if you ever want a prime example of why Cub f- why White Sox fans will always will be little brother because even when they win they're not celebrating their victory they're celebrating our loss yeah and they're I, being dicks in I the hate crowd that. in our home the Brewers fans do it too so screw them too but you know you know, I understand L flag is part of our history, something we put up there so the people riding the train can know what happened, but it's right. not for you guys to come troll us with. I'm just I'm pissed, pissed with, off, but,
4: that I, I saw it the next day. If I would have been there, I would have fucking gone and grabbed it. I swear yeah. to God, I would have grabbed it. But, but yeah. like you say, they're celebrating the loss, not the win.
3: That was how I felt when I was in uh, Denver as well. You know, like, they they celebrated the other team losing more than their own team winning, and I don't understand. I I don't feel like that's a thing Cubs fans do. And if you do,
1: knock it off. Like just you know cheer for good. Like I mean I I celebrate a Cardinals loss when whether we're playing them or or we're not. I celebrate. <laughs> I I watched the Brewers. Lo- I watched the Brewers win today, and I rooted real hard for the Reds because poor fucking Reds. They've oh got three those... wins. I mean, they, they can win all their games and still come in last at this point. But they um,
3: they, they could lose the most games ever. It's yeah. it's on the table for sure. Oh, I think
1: I saw they were slated to lose 140. <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, that's like Cleveland Spiders territory. Like this wow. is ridiculous. I, the um, other
4: thing though about this situation too, it, we, and, and we're going to look at the video and laugh, but we talked you know, about this the other day. There's been a lot of fights lately. And that's just something you're, you're looking to start a brawl there, you know, at Wrigley by doing that kind of shit. Like I said, if I would have seen it, Uh, there definitely would have had some words there there. I would have tried to grab the fucking flag to be honest with you.
1: Um, Let me put the picture up again. I I think the guy's got like a weapon around his neck. He's, he's wearing a a chain. Uh, what'd I do with it? Uh, where's the, did I throw it away? I threw it away. Oh no, here it is. Um, look at him. He's wearing a giant. You see, he's basically wearing, remember junkyard dog from the old wrestling days, WWF. Chuck, your oh, yeah. dog would come in and he was wearing a giant uh what is that called it? Just a chain. It's,
4: how do how yeah, do you it's get a, in with it's that a roll chain? There there are there are
1: metal detectors, right? Yeah. Like how do you get in with that thing? Yeah, dude walks in with a straight like that is I believe you can use that as a weapon on Grand Theft Auto, that chain. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can pick one yeah. of those up and kill and kill somebody. But um, yeah, it's it's unacceptable. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, so don't give me this. At the playoffs last year. Remember how I was trolling Sox fans and they're all like, Come on, guys, we'd be happy for you. Bullshit. Bullshit. You would not. You would not. And you gotta if you're gonna dish it, you gotta be able to take it. So when you make the playoffs this year, and you probably will, I don't know there's not a lot of Sox fans probably watching this one, but what I'm I'm you'll get no love from me because of this bullshit. And and I'm gonna keep this picture and I'm gonna show it to you and be like, here's how you guys were dealing with it on a cold day in May, just so you know. So I don't want to hear about it when when the chips are down. A uh, couple of other good Our things. A friend
4: in charge of security, Frank Walker, from Mistaken uh, Identity Podcast, had just said chain was plastic, so it got in. So oh, okay. that, that answers that question. But, Frank, I'm going to need pat-downs on every motherfucking Sox fan coming to the park. I want yeah. I want full cavity search. Don't stop till you hit the back of their teeth.
1: Well, and especially because we remember the controversy with the W-flags. When they wouldn't let you bring W flags in Dodger Stadium and that and I oh, believe yeah. there was a lot st- of
3: places they won't do that. I think St. Louis.
1: Yeah, no W flags. And if they search your bag and find a W flag, they'll they will confiscate it from you. So I want to see that at Wrigley Field because it will start a fight. Yeah, it will start a fight with Crawley. He just he just basically <laughs> threatened those guys on this show. I will erase Don't tell this Frank, Frank. Frank Frank <laughs> Frank, we're gonna delete the tape. Or delete the tape. Delete the tape. But a, a bunch of fun stuff happened, and we'll get to the good. We'll do the good first. I, I invited Bleacher Jeff on the show to talk about his amazing night last night at Wrigley Field. Unfortunately, the Cubs couldn't get a W for him, but the Cubs recognized him. Uh, this was at, right after the Patrick Wisdom home run that Bleacher Jeff caught. If you missed it, I will play it for you. But um, pay, uh, the Cubs tweeted out Patrick Wisdom with good offense. Bleacher Jeff. With some brilliant defense and some claps, he caught it on a fly. Great, great, um, uh, great catch. Backhanded and then, stab, backhanded stab, and then Marquee Network. They tweeted out this, uh, this uh, Nisei Lounge stole it. But Marquee Network picked, uh, tweeted out this amazing picture of Jeff with an American flag behind him, looking basically like. I don't know, hacksaw Jim Duggan. i like, what's
4: with this? <laughs> he does look like
3: hacksaw Jim Duggan. That yeah. is exactly who Paul that Bunyan.
1: is. Jeff's a big man. I mean, he's, he's well over six feet tall. He's <laughs> large, intimidating fellow. Harry. He's standing there, standing there with his beer. But, um, there, what's great about this is, is, uh, DC lounge where Jeff works on Tuesdays. Uh, they tweeted out that picture of him standing there looking triumphant with the American flag. Caption contest in Chicago Party Ant. <laughs> Chicago Party Ant retweets Nisei Lounge and says, would bang. <laughs> At which point Jeff replied or retweeted, DMs are open. So Jeff's getting some... <laughs> chicago party aunt poontag tonight i guess uh, you know, just uh
4: shout out to scotty changon who took the picture for Marquis. yeah no, i was gonna bring always, him up so- yeah,
1: scotty scotty took the picture and uh but let's take a look at jeff Ketchin. i've got the uh i'm just gonna share the uh my screen here real quick um it's on which chrome tab will it be oh no uh,
4: it was funny because when it happened, all of go. a sudden, Twitter Je- Cubs Twitter just blew up because they knew instantaneously it was Jeff.
1: Well, I, no, but you know, I was on my bicycle going down to the theater, and uh, I I looked at I get to the theater, I looked down at my phone, I got like five texts for Michael Srabby, Be Jeff, with all these screenshots of him <laughs> and stuff, and I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. So check this out. I'm going to play this. Uh, does it go full screen when I do this? Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's uh, check Double, it out.
2: Three, two. <laughs> Drilled
1: left field. Dr. Drills, Drills it, it. boom! Backhand, Tony. Tony on. hitting the the drum there.
2: Another 3 two. Let's watch two. it again.
1: Drilled left field. So he's got to go across his body. Back back across his body, it. makes the catch. With with sunglasses on. on at night, I might add. Another three <laughs> two. With 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 sunglasses on, not only with sunglasses on, but a good four beers in, knowing him. As yeah. well. like You know what I mean? Sign him up is all I'm saying. Like, a guy plays a, a better left field than some guys I've seen out there.
4: Better defender than Jonathan VR. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Does Jeff have any errors? I think not.
4: No, nope, um, not. <laughs> that
3: being said, he can't get to a lot of them from there. <laughs> it's
1: true <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he pretty much can go like one foot to his right one foot to his left and, although he did save that kid's life last year remember that when that yeah. kid went sliding yeah. down the stupid uh when, when they had the COVID wood advertisements fans. yeah the yeah. advertisements that they had instead of fans they literally gave the advertisements better seats than the fans after covid if that tells you all you need to know about what the cubs think of us but um so, let me uh, play something a little bit more unpleasant. well, funny well, but, yeah, I mean, I was entertained, but it's all wrong, and then we'll talk about it. But check out this. I'm sorry, I do not have this in its regular speed, but I only have it in this slow motion version. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear that, right? So, yeah, what is what is
3: the deal with the twist his dick thing? Because <laughs> dick when I look this up, there's a, there's a completely different, much more dangerous fight where people were yelling that as well.
1: Grab his dick and twist it! his dick and twist it! My favorite part is coming up. Here it he comes.
4: So,
3: is the guy in the uh,
4: in hold, this, on, hold on? on. Here, here, here comes, here it comes. Here it is.
2: Oh, <laughs> the
1: guy's down. He's gonna have a heart attack.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> That's the greatest line. I need
4: that on an obvious shirt. Like no, I just yeah, want to have a shirt, shirt that he's says, my ride home. he's my ride home, and then have an arrow pointing. That, yeah. That's, that's no,
3: golden. The, I will say, though, the one, it, it's a big joke, most of that, but when you start that video right at the very beginning, one of those big fat assholes, like, kicks a dude in his head. Right really? at oh, the top. Yeah.
1: I, I gotta see this again. It's
3: it's like in the first like second. It's all right. It, all right.
1: It's, it's behind the two fat guys that are fighting. All right. Let's let's watch it from the top. I want to see somebody get kicked in the head. All right, here we go. So it's right Boom! Oh, right I there.
5: It. Yep.
3: What oh, is it? Old that guy. guy too. It's an old dude and he's kicking some young guy in the
1: head. Yeah, right. And oh, the young guy doesn't do anything. What is Twist oh, is, his dick. i kind of want an obvious shirt that says twist his dick though <laughs> you know what i mean like i know joe won't make it for me but yeah I'll, I'll make him we'll do i'll make when we have him on again for one of our uh ranta roundtables we'll we'll do a uh, rejected obvious shirts and twist his dick will definitely make the cut
4: i i I, like, I would literally buy a he's my ride home shirt i <laughs> i need one so bad He's my ride
1: home. Well, I, I, oh, uh, guy, serious. Uh, that's the the Jarrett, the the uh, bass player for the Bleacher Bump Band. Says Jeff says he was six beers in, and if Jeff is saying he's six beers in, that means he was eight beers in. <laughs> so that's what. Really
3: because we know me. he can't count past five. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's just like you know. Oh, I only had a couple at the bar, baby. Well, yeah. Then why are you laying on the floor? <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, we, we talked about the fights the other night on the color cast app when we, we did our color cast show. Uh, that was, was that yesterday? God, I've seen a million years ago, but, um, the basic, yeah, I mean,
4: the way we, the way it was described, the way I described it is, it looks like two turtles on their backs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, that is not, so it's not that good of a fight. If you ever go, there's a website called MLB underscore fights. And they have all the fights from all over the league with the players, da-da-da. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, that I've seen some pretty good fights. That is about as bad as it goes. And like I said, you know how your mom tells you to wear clean underwear in case you ever get in an accident and you go to the hospital?
5: Uh-huh. Well, that, should,
4: that should also apply to if you're going to be fighting in the bleachers, wear some nice underwear, you know, so that you don't your ass isn't hanging out like a plumber and you looking all over. It's just bad. I, I actually saw that, that fight.
1: How about a belt dude? You ever hear of a yeah. belt?
3: Try
1: I saw that fight,
3: and one of my first thoughts was I should not worry about getting in a fight because that looked fine. I could do that all day. Like if that's what a fight is, I'm not gonna worry about anybody yeah, anymore. I, I, yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> no, but but for those guys, it was really more about I think the stamina of the situation. Like you you have, <laughs> no, you have people, they're they're both out of shape. They probably don't get a lot of exercise, and all of a sudden, like wrestling and grappling is probably some of the most physical activity you can have because your entire body is engaged. And you also, if you're in a fight, you also have mad adrenaline going. So your heart is just, I mean, one of those dudes, I would not be surprised if the cause of death in that situation wouldn't have been the fight or even hitting your head on the wall or whatever it would be. It would just be a straight-up heart attack like from shoveling snow. Oh, yeah. Or
4: like, yeah. Or, or, or Polish sausage stuck in
1: his esophagus. <laughs> exactly. Well, what I heard, and I can't confirm this, was that <laughs> because in the middle of the fight, they stopped <laughs> He's like, Hold on. and didn't have a
3: bite. <laughs> 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 I paid eight bucks <laughs> for <this. again. laughs> This is a Maxwell Street dog. I got to go. Do <laughs> you know how much this thing costs? Let me finish it. Come on. I got
1: extra onions, man. I paid $4 for that. <laughs> uh, Roberto Rabo says, "Good." It, that's uh, Captain Cubbo, writes it, it says, the good news is, hello, boys, no fights last night. So, I mean, maybe the uh, maybe security was a little bit more, um, I mean, you would think Cub socks because that is legendary. On What was it? Monday night? uh Tuesday. When, when, yeah, no, when we, when we did, uh, with, uh, Socks in the Basement. Yeah, we had, so, yeah. yeah. And, and he was like, well, I'm not going to any of those games. No fucking way I'm going to those games. It's nothing but fighting, people getting too rowdy. You know, I'm not doing to that. It, you know, he was like, I'll go to a normal game, not the Cubs Socks. Screw it. I watched that at home.
4: And it's, he you know, called know, it amateur year. hour, which I've heard before. It, it, it really is. And then not only that, any, any, you know, any, anybody could have gotten tickets to that game. They were just literally throwing them in the air giving them away. So you had a a definitely uh you had an sometimes you have a crowd of people that is just looking for trouble and and you had a good place to go and everybody was cold, drunk and miserable and if you take a look at the fight, it was cub, cub fan versus cub fan violence. So it was like wasn't even the normal Cubs versus Sox fan fight. And nobody tried
3: to stop it. Literally everybody just stood there and just watched these dudes like they they kind of kept them from falling down the bleachers a little bit, but that was it. Like nobody tried to stop anything. Like yeah, nobody tried. Like how hard would it have been just to grab those two fat assholes? Well, nobody and just wants pull them apart?
1: to. Nobody wants to. It's above your pay. Then you're going to get hurt. Like we don't. They don't really well, have. They need in that, they some back muscle.
3: Some fights, yes. Not in
1: that one. If it's going to be like (laughs) this, if it's going to be like this out at Wrigley Field and this is the shit show that we're going to get out in the bleachers for the rest of this year, I'm sorry. And I am am anti-establishment as they come. But somebody, an innocent person is going to get hurt or killed or not an innocent person. I don't care. Uh, who it is? But somebody's gonna get, get, get killed, and so this is actually a liability for the Cubs. Like, what's the next thing that's gonna happen? Well, four people died in the bleachers, so now we can't spend money because of the lawsuits, and now here's your sixty million dollars no, payroll. Think, I, I think you know? your
4: I think your bigger concern is if you are in the bleachers, they may cut off. I know in Yankee Stadium, center field, they cut off beer sales, like in like the fourth inning. Yeah, so you if you remember. A lot of those beer sales, there's a lot of restrictions. I can't remember the year. I think it was against the Dodgers. Somebody grabbed a hat off a Dodger, and the Dodgers came into the stands, and it created a very dangerous situation. And that's when you started to see um, restrictions, seventh inning beer sales, like starting to get a lot more. Only can bring two beers now. You can't grab three beers. So that shit keeps happening in the bleachers because I don't see it a lot in the grandstand. I'm in the grandstand. Danny's in the bleachers. Uh you know I'm, I'm in probably section right there in, in Land, both. but I'm just telling you you don't see it in the grandstand too much. No
1: no no you don't see it too much. It it happens from time to time but um but not really so rarely. Well uh let's take a quick commercial break. We'll talk about a couple of Cubs related items and then uh, talk about the Dodgers series but we'll be right back. Here's a commercial for Patreon which you should join at patreon.com/sunranto because it's how we keep the show on the air. Um here's a commercial All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super renter at patreon.com/sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer and in turn line the pockets of the baseball oligarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard, five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song, and ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet, but super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and ranter recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com sunranto. And become a super rantor today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by ColorCast. Uh, ColorCast is a free, live, audio-only sports talk platform, uh, which you can download and use with us. So you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time, uh, watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, live game watches together, and you can share your own experiences with Hot Takes on the app. So all you need to do is you go and download the ColorCast app free at the iOS App Store. They're working on an Android version. You create a profile, you link your Twitter, and you join the, let's say, MLB group. Uh, You follow... The Sunranto Show at Sunranto Show to be notified when the room goes live, and uh, we go live right now, pretty much every Wednesday. But we sometimes do Sundays, and now that the season started, we're sometimes doing live game watches and calling the game ourselves. We just have a lot of fun on there, and uh, you can come and talk to us, just have a good time and hang out. So download Colorcast and bring your spiciest takes. Speaking of uh, tickets and beer, uh, I do have – and I don't know if this game is going to get played tomorrow because it looks like rain all day long, but I do have an extra ticket. So if somebody wants to go to the game with me tomorrow and get real wet and sloppy, uh, just uh, send me a DM. And the first one to send me a DM uh, can can go to the game for free tomorrow. I got uh, tickets from our friend uh, Mike. The, Mike uh, – God, what's his last name? Now i got – no, uh, Mike. God, now I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but I have a ticket for tomorrow. And also, uh, also, thank you to Joe, who sent me $20 to get beer in the bleachers on Saturday uh, at my quote-unquote birthday game. So if you're going to go to a game, uh, get yourself a bleacher ticket and uh, come come hang out because we'll, we'll be there. Maybe you'll right, catch uh, a home run ball. No, probably not, because Jeff's got them all, and the ones that Jeff doesn't get, my tag guy gets. So you know that's just <laughs> how that works. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Wilson Contreras and his quote unquote injury that happened. Mike Busateri, sorry, that's his name that gave me the tickets. Remember, he was on the show with Andy, <laughs> yeah. you know, from the Pointless Exercise Podcast. That's who gave me the tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but let's talk about Wilson Contreras's injury, um. Or not injury. It, there's Ross was asked what's wrong with him. <laughs> he it was an upper body, lower body, and he's like neither or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but so they're dancing around. The trade rumors are out there. They have been. Wilson's pissed off from the arbitration thing. He's pissed off from the not being offered a extension. Uh, those talks don't seem to be happening. Yeah. Is this an inner fight situation or, I mean, what what's your gut feeling on it?
4: I would say, obviously, you know, that we that Wilson is an emotional guy. He can be a red ass sometimes. I'm sure it was probably something extremely minor. And a lot of times ball players continue to play with injuries throughout the year that we know nothing about. And they decided just to take it easy and give him a day or two off just to kind of rest up. And Wilson's like, no, I'm not injured. Now I am, to me, I, okay, fine. You don't want to give the guy an extension. Okay. Maybe they got a direction they want to go. I get that. I may not agree with it. Okay. The arbitration thing is the stupidest thing in the world because like I said, the the amount that you're going to be, like the difference in arbitration usually isn't that big of a deal. You haven't paid Wilson big money and he is more than outplayed what he's been paid. And he's the type of guy that's going to take this super personal So if you want a happy, productive Wilson, just pay him whatever the couple million dollar difference. It's nothing. It's not even a couple. It's like $1
3: million. And it doesn't fucking matter because they want to trade him. If you trade him, you're not paying him that anyway someone else is. So... Fucking
1: give him the money and move the fuck on. Yeah. Biblical losses, and that's why Guy Sirius says Ricketts can't afford to cut off beer sales because of the biblical losses. <laughs>
4: but it, but this has been this one. I I, I would really love to. Ask, if there's a Cubscon next year, that's probably going to be my question: is why would you, knowing Wilson's temperament and knowing what he has produced for your team? why would you quibble over a couple million dollars? That that seems stupid. You, you're going to get him upset in the clubhouse. It, it's going to rub off on other guys. It's just a poor idea, and it's going to lead to other situations like this. It's like when they signed Jan Gomes, and he has the emoji of the airplane. Wilson's not good at dealing with this stuff, and maybe that's the reason you don't want to keep him. I get that. This just seems so stupid over nothing. And if, and, and like I said, it's one thing if it's – the arbitration, when it's normally done, is what, year-round, like March, February, February March? Like, this work is work. now, because of the lockout, this is happening in season, you're dealing with this bullshit. It's the worst. You yeah. should have done everything to avoid it, unless you truly don't want the guy back. And even if you truly don't want the guy back, like Michael said, just pay him the money, because you're not going to be on the hook for the whole contract. And, you know, if you don't want that guy
3: back on your team... What in the fuck are you doing? Like, what are we doing here? You don't want, like he, is he the best player on this team? Clearly. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's him or possibly Suzuki, but not for the last 19 at-bats. <laughs> yeah. That's you true. know, except for but, one
1: of those at-bats where he got a hit, but
3: yeah, but literally those are the only two people in this conversation on this team. Yeah. and, Wilson's been with you for six years and yeah. been fucking tearing it up it's and a, is proving himself. Say it is sort of maybe going to be something.
1: It's a tough business, know. man. It's a tough business. It's kind of like, it reminds me of being, an, uh, you know how many times I've, I've lost jobs, television jobs by literally hearing a different guy's voice on the commercial. I used to do like nobody tells anybody anything. They just treat you as disposable. And I think that this business is a lot like that. There's always somebody behind you that will take that job for less money and work harder and is younger and faster and better. And uh, I like what Little Yumper says here in the chat. Um, Crawley, the Cubs ref- – I don't know why he tells you this. but uh, <laughs> Crawley, God damn it, Crawley, the Cubs refused <laughs> to give John Lester $5 million. LOL biblical losses. And they've been acting like, and I think it's a good point. They've been acting like this for a while.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not new. And so, it's just insane that this guy who everybody, everybody can look at this guy and know this is somebody you could actually have, you know, be a part of any team that you want to win. And you're going to fucking quibble
4: over a million dollars for one year and you're not giving him an extension? Like, you're not that, working on this? That's the thing I was going to bring up, is that when we're talking about John Lester, John Lester was at the end of a, of his long contract and his storied career. He didn't go anywhere and do anything that great. Uh, Wilson Contreras could be part of this next great Cubs team that they talk about. Uh, you don't have a first baseman right now that you you would say solidly, where you could easily put Wilson at first. You can have him catch and one of the things that we've talked about is is Michael may hate the DH, but you could save your catcher, or keep a guy like Wilson around longer, take less wear and tear on his body by if he only caught, let's say, two to three games a week and dh the other games and still keep the bat in the lineup. How many times has Wilson dh do you think? If we looked at all the DHs, how many times do you think he's DH'd in however many games they played? Nowhere near what I thought I would see.
3: Yeah, this year he hasn't hardly at all. Last year or... 2020, whenever they whenever they had the DH, 2020, I guess, uh, him and Caratini were the DH. Like, it was just those two unless, you know, every so often uh, a random dude would get, you know, that half day off thing that they would do. But, yeah, it was him and Caratini all the time unless he told them, no, I don't want to do that anymore because being a DH is like being a half a human, and half a human sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, some guys don't actually react well to it. They want to play the whole game. That's what they're used to doing. I, I know uh, e- Eloy Jimenez is kind of like that. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking, actually, at his the at bats on the year. Wilson's taken the fifth most ABs on the team so far. He's played in 19 games. So yeah, you're kind of you're thinking that he's probably underused in the fact that he should pretty much be DHing in every game he's not catching, right? But you've got Seiya Suzuki playing in 24 games. I don't know.
3: Well, you know what? Hey, they they have to get uh, Ortega in there. I mean, if you don't have Ortega <laughs> up in the DA spot, I mean, you you're doing? you're just fucking leaving money on the table. I don't know. You like you got to have him out there. I mean, Schwindel now, Rivas is playing over there first. You got to keep Schwindel's bat in the fucking. Oh my
1: god, yeah, Michael, I, you're I... gonna love you're gonna love this. Is that uh, you, there's two guys in the Cubs lineup where you look at the MLB.com Cubs page. And just looking at the stats, and on that page, two guys are listed as just DH as their position, and it's Rafael Ortega and freaking Clint Frazier. And what happened to Clint Frazier? He had appendicitis. Well, I know. Yeah, he had... Isn't that over? He was supposed to be back by now. Is what he I'm was saying. in the
4: locker room the other day. But this is this is something that you're going to really want to pay attention to. Now, Clint Frazier has options. We know that he wants to, you know, get a chance. He has options. But other guys don't. You have David Bodie, and everybody forgot about David Bodie, and he was oh, yeah. back in the locker room the other day. He's coming back in June. Okay, that's – June is what, wow. like two and a half, three weeks
1: away? Yeah, I, I saw this uh, from Megan Montemoreau. She says David Bodie is here with the Cubs, anticipates a rehab assignment in about two weeks, believes he will be ready to come off the 60-day IL, left shoulder surgery as soon as June 6th. Uh, that's pro- the tentative plan. Bodie still needs to go over specifics with the team. Uh, the good well, thing about June there's the
3: savior wait. of the team right there. Let's no,
1: getting a whole new player. I mean, there's your DH. No, great news for everybody, though. June 6th, off day. So we don't have to see David Bodie yet until June 7th. So keep damn. this in mind.
4: You have David Bodie. Well, that's that's, that's the arbitration day, isn't it? You have David Bodie. You yeah. have Clint Frazier. And you have Simmons. Okay. Those three guys, we assume, <laughs> are going to come back. There's going to be questions, you know, who is going to stay and who's not going to stay. Uh, you have uh, Bodie. Us- you, gave, you gave him a contract. Uh, you have Rivas, You have Ortega. You have guys that are going – VR, you know, VR kind of gotten on the, on the in the doghouse. He hasn't played a lot lately. Uh, you know, Frazier, obviously. But, but all of these are situations that you have to look at come June, because they moved the roster from twenty eight to twenty six, they were able to kind of mess around with some things because of injuries and and stuff like that. But this is going to be something that co- that, that is going to be very interesting, uh, you know. And little Yumper brings up uh, the I, I posted it on Twitter today. It was a real cryptic um, Instagram post by Jason Hayward today. And it was something to the effect of it was it was just very it was very cryptic, man. I was just kind of like looking in. I'm like, eh, what what is he trying to say? Well, look here?
1: it up. Look it up. I'm I'm interested. I and, think
4: what he's
3: uh, yeah he he said something about uh, no nothing is guaranteed. Enjoy where you're at right now. Something like that, well,
4: right? No, and I think it's because
1: a, off a fortune cookie.
4: Right. Appreciate the think- present, no matter what. That future you've devoted to isn't promised, and it doesn't happen without right now.
3: I think Wade Miley died.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I think you misread that. He's actually having a rehab start in Iowa right now, and hopefully he'll be back next week. I think, think you mistook that. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, I, I don't know who's going to be. Sh- Frank Schwindel also among dudes with options still, by the way, and he's not really hitting the cover off the ball, yet he's taken the most at-bats of anybody on the team. Yeah. insane it's because he's a fucking DH
4: now. Like he's he's if he's, he's not, he's not he's playing, at the he's the DH, right? But if he's wow. not at first base They been using they've been using, using the Rebus D- more and more at first.
1: Well, the, yeah. yeah, which is great. I'm glad we just are at least seeing what we have with Rebus because at least he's the, young. That's what they should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh let's let's move I on. I don't right? know. Okay. Here's, here's the last
3: <laughs> here's the last Wayne? thing on that Hayward that Hayward tweet or Instagram or whatever it was. If that's the level of speech he gave in the locker room in 2016,
4: how in the fuck did they win that game? <laughs> All righty, here we go. Alex Cohen, for the voice of Cohen from Iowa. Uh, the first MLB rehab for Wade Miley is in the books with the Iowa Cubs. It ended 10 minutes ago. Four innings pitch, two hits, zero runs, 3K, zero walks. Forty-one pitches, twenty-eight strikes. Retired the last seven betters he faced.
1: All right. Well, I mean, bring him up. That's as good as any guy we got going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, so <laughs> I know uh, all of our guys uh, would
3: be lucky to you to know do that. get yeah. seven straight AAA guys out.
1: Yeah. Um, exactly. So uh, we mentioned Ian Hab getting engaged at the funeral at Andre Dawson's funeral home. That's at Astat, of course. <laughs> But there were two engagements on the same day. And I wonder uh, if these guys actually talked to each other about this. Uh, but Justin Steele also got engaged. This is from his Instagram page, the picture I'm showing right now. And he's down on his knee. And, you know, Justin Steele's 6'2". I looked it up. The, and his girlfriend might be hunching over a little bit. But he's on his knees, and he's nearly as tall as her. I'm like, <laughs> he's about is this woman like... Yeah, she's like four eight or something. Like she's as tall as my great grandmother or something in this picture. So <laughs> and but just uh, hunched
4: over <laughs> as well too. Well, and
3: what does she have <laughs> hidden under that coat?
1: That coat, yeah, because... <laughs> she's like selling watches down by the river. <laughs>
3: right. she's, she's got tons of, like, sausage that she stole from
4: the, you know, local bodega. To it, fucking it's either sell. that or she has go-go gadget legs so she could be as tall as him.
1: <laughs> well, and, um, well, speaking of go-go gadget legs, she looks amazingly short and she's wearing high heels. If you look at her boots, she's oh, up yeah. a good another three inches. So, I mean, you know. Maybe okay. that's how Bernie Manu- says she's
3: she's already pregnant, so that's why
4: oh, her coat looks. That's why the right. trench coat, yeah. It's well, it's- they're not the only two people that got rings this week. An old friend got a ring. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> yeah, this is Carl great. Edwards Jr. <laughs> got his 2021 World Series ring today with the Atlanta Braves. He made one appearance for the Braves last season. This is how he did: point one inning pitched. Three hits, three earned runs, one walk, one K, and he got a ring.
1: <laughs> Good for him. He's one Now great he's got guy. two. Now he's got two <laughs> rings. What, a, what an awesome dude, though. Like, I love Carl so much. He, he is he's one of the nicest
4: a- guys, but there has to be some sort of something where people say, okay, you know how everyone gets like certain cuts of the postseason money? The Cubs gave certain rings to certain people. Okay. And so if you were like uh, a player, you got a specific ring. If you were front office or an owner, you got a specific ring. And then like it just kind of filtered down. And by the time you got to like uh, the guy that cleans up Wrigley, you just got a Cracker Jack ring, you know? It's just right. right. I was going to say it came out of
3: the gumball machine.
4: Right. And so spider on it. But you take a look at this situation. I think it. Was, what was his name? Does anyone remember the? I, I think Michael. Were you at the John Lester game with the sacrifice bunt and the yeah, baby powder? He was there. I, I was. Yes. Was that uh, Brian Matayush? Uh, Brian Matayush, Matayush, the, the starter, that Mateusz, Yes. Yeah. Okay, I think wasn't that his only game?
1: Yeah, I think so. And he
4: got a World Series ring. Well,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. and and unlike <laughs> uh, unlike Carl Edwards Jr., he will keep that motherfucker for his whole life. And <laughs> I mean, Carl Edwards Jr. can sell that Braves ring to somebody for a good chunk of money. You know what I, I mean? Like that one doesn't mean anything it, to him. I'll
1: go, I'll go you one further about Brian Matus. Not only was that his only game as a cub, that was his last game in the major leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. But he's
4: not like, 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 literally, if everyone said who was on the 2016 roster, how many people would ever remember that guy played one game? Well, why should he every, get a goddamn ring? He didn't, well, like I said, like Carl, Carl Edwards Jr., as much as I love him, he got one out out of all the outs in, in, in yeah, the games. But didn't
3: Ronnie Woo Woo get a ring too? I mean, yeah, but on. he yeah. got a
1: secondary. He got the he got the <laughs> cracker jack one. Um, I I thought I thought it was funny. <laughs> this is in reference to uh, you know both the Ian Happ proposal, the uh, Justin Steele proposal, and I suppose the call Carl getting a ring for no good reason. And this <laughs> Seth Kennedy says at least someone affiliated with this team is getting a ring this season because <laughs> 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 it certainly isn't a World Series ring this year. You know, I,
4: I will tell you though, uh, an old friend got cut from minor league, from the Toronto Blue Jays minor yeah, league him? system.
1: Dexter Fowler, you want him back?
4: Dexter Fowler. I just love how we've been on the show for how many years and everyone's like, they kept too many guys and they took too long with the World Series guy. And then every time they get rid of him, everyone's like, well, why'd you do that? Why don't you decide? It's like, wait a sec. What did you want to do? Pick a lane. Are we moving on or are we not moving on here? I I, I never understand this for the life of me. It's it's like, okay, I don't give a shit. I'll take Dexter Fowler because it doesn't even matter, for Christ's sake. You know what? Here, I want all the 2016 teams because I need some things autographed. That's all. I need Jason Hayward to be a Cub until I get his autograph, and then they can cut him the very next day.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's and all thing, I care about I don't care about the, anything else. The thing with Dexter is absolutely just us reminiscing about the good old days, no doubt about <laughs> it. But at the same time, he w- who's he blocking? Brennan Davis. Uh, I, but Brendan Davis, I don't think they're going to start the clock on him. So maybe that's exactly what they would do: is bring in a Dexter Fowler because everybody be like, "Oh, they got Dexter follower." I guess we're doing something because you, your layman no, fan no, no, is going to be like want to know players that they've heard of that. And Ricketts is like, well, what does he cost? League minimum, the veteran minimum. Let's go. Why not? Who cares? Put him I in-
4: think that, I think Jed is going to sit here and try as he's going to give everybody, everybody on this team right now has an opportunity to make the team. You aren't going to be lacking for at bats, especially after the trade deadline. So if you don't make this team come the 2023 season, that's on you because you will be given an opportunity to make this team. You're not nobody is blocking anybody from taking it bats other than Jason Hayward and there's like I like you said there's no one really like banging on the door in AAA to to take that spot.
1: No, there isn't. Um, well there is but they're not supposed to be up yet, I guess, for reasons. I,
4: again, yeah. I, I mean, Brennan Davis is working on some things, and his numbers aren't the world's greatest right now. And Damn. that's going. And again, let's just give it some time. Now, if now if if, if Brennan Davis was hitting four hundred and sl, you know slugging, you know eight hundred and all that shit, yes, then you'd have to sit there and look at it. Yeah, but you know what, Nico Horner, for three years,
3: they were like, ah, he needs more time. He needs more at bats. He needs more time. The guy never got that time, and he's good. Like he just, he's good. he got his time like he could here. Play. He got yeah. his
1: time here on the injured list.
3: <laughs> Sometimes these guys just need the fucking opportunity to get up there and play, and you know. And I was always kind of like, Nico's done nothing but come up and hit and do what he's supposed to do and play a good second base. Why would you keep sending him down for this? It, it's it's math again. It's it's the math that I hate. And yep. it's like, if you see somebody doing something that doesn't fit your fucking math, guess what? Let them do their thing. But David, get
1: Elliot, the math. David says, bring back everyone. They're all six years older. That's fine. Whatever. Bring them back. <laughs> and, and again, uh, some guys, uh,
4: some guys, some guys do thrive. Like you said, Nico, the, the big question is, can he stay healthy? And we haven't seen that. That's the question that hasn't been answered.
3: Yeah, but he came in he came in this year off of the uh no drug testing winter and he looks great. Little <laughs> so Yumper says I think says, he's
1: gonna be fine. Little Yumper says, watch the Cubs bring in Cano. He got cut too. I mean Yeah, yeah what that's what we need a fifth second baseman. I mean, this all Danny, second baseman on the team. Let's just You do need to do a
3: pair, a Cubs parody of the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So um, I, I have a kind of a fun purchase I want to share with everybody before we take a, just a quick commercial break and uh, then uh, talk about the Dodgers series. But I bought, I bought something incredible um, off oh. of Amazon. and I Did and you I, buy the Swerfer? I did not buy the Swerfer. Oh. The Swerfer, by the way, I'm, let me put this up. The Swerfer, which is badass. Like, I don't know. What, what do you even hook this up to? I mean, it's it, 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 <laughs> a tree. Who's ready right, a the tree branch? I live in the city. Where yeah, am I
4: but get a he's going to from? swing right into the trunk of the tree. Yeah, you exactly. can, you can, you can use it as your like bat pole to go to bleacher Jeff's place. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Now, <laughs> n- now you've got me sold <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Danny look, if, you, if you're listening to the podcast look, go on Amazon and look up Swerfer S-W-U-R-F-E-R <laughs> so you can see what we're talking about but it's a, it's a curve maple wood board to easily surf the air anyway whoever bought the Swerfer you one bleacher bum band shot glasses. Contact me, and I will send them to you. Oh but here's my God. what I bought. Trullo, that I might have
3: been the funniest thing you ever.
1: This said. is Cubs related, actually. <laughs> the Swerfer is not Cubs related. Um, but I bought some sunscreen. Oh, I have those. Yeah, from the Smuggle Mug. Oh, yeah. The smu- yeah,
3: I love that it's the Smuggle Mug.
1: Yeah, 17.99. Now this is why. Or no, 16.99. Now, this is why I bought this one as opposed to any other one. I, I've got it right here. Here's the packages for, uh, for all you ASMR people, I'm going to unbox this and touch the, <laughs> <laughs> and touch the cardboard. Um, no, I'm going to, so this is an empty one. So as you can see, it's, uh, you know, you just take the top off and there's, it looks like you just poured in there, but even better, there's a little contraption where you can put actual sunscreen. So if somebody's like, eh. I've never, I've never heard of Cabana Boat sunscreen, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I got it at the dollar store. And they're like, uh huh. And then you're like, oh well, watch this. And then you could have actual sunscreen come out of your flask and really fool people. But not only that, well, that's what I wanted to show you because I have one that's actually full. Look at that. I put, I, I got it loaded up for Saturday already.
3: Oh yeah, this is this is going to be bad. Uh, Danny's going to be drunk and he's going to fucking tip up the accidentally the, drink the sunscreen. Yeah, the <laughs> sunscreen
1: right in his mouth. Yeah, like, my uh, only complaint is that this needs to close better cuz I'm going to get sunscreen in my bag now. So, <laughs> but uh I don't think I'm going to have any problems on Saturday cuz it's a bobblehead day. So when I get when I'm going in it's going to be chaos. You know what I mean, getting through. So I don't think they're going to be looking too hard at my sunscreen if you know what i mean but, except uh, for
3: you just put it out there and we know that, i mean we've got a fucking we've know, got security
1: in the I fucking know. chat i don't care <laughs> this is how i roll i will tell you i'm, I'm like i'm like the trump I'm of so cups good. podcasters I will, uh, I will tell you the things i'm going to do to you and then i will do them to you <laughs> you know so i got no, like, But it, i'm gonna throw a fastball yeah, and you, so you, and you can still can't it. hit it.
4: <laughs> so the the uh listeners can go to the Cubs Ron's, the Sunranto Patreon link and buy
1: that, correct? Yeah, and well you can buy that exact thing, because I just dropped the link to that that exact product in the chat if you would like to buy yourself a sunscreen flask. What,
3: but yeah, Kenny, but, what, what's yours filled with?
1: Sunscreen. No,
3: but, but what's it the really? Booze. With? Oh vodka. <laughs> <laughs> You you want so to just know. go with rum chata? No, and then no, you no. don't have to put
1: the That's sunscreen. True. In You're it. like, well, it's rum, ch- <laughs> it's 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 sun chata, it's uh, sun chata, and it's sunscreen made of rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I figured whiskey would smell. And yeah. I, I think you'd, you'd be best off putting something like with vodka in it. But uh, here's a quick commercial break. We'll come back and talk about the Dodgers and then do some TFCs, get the hell out of here. Uh, but uh, here's another commercial for StubHub and Amazon, which is how we keep the lights on at the show is when you use this stuff. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunranto.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sunranto Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunranto.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon and this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunranto.com slash Amazon knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the sunranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos who will just use the money to go to space plus if you buy all your Amazon items through sunranto.com slash Amazon you could win a monthly prize sunranto.com slash StubHub and sunranto.com slash Amazon two great ways to support the sunranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck. And it won't cost you a single penny. It don't stink to click our link. The Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters, they have their own RSS feed and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content, uh, for example, like the recording of our color cast conversations, uh, they get exclusive access to the Sunranto Super Ranchers Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sunranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and uh, Sunranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's Perks at every level, $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get to rant your calendar every year and... Uh, You can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies it's just not enough to keep SunRanto on the air we have hosting fees streaming fees equipment tickets batteries guitar strings well it all just adds up so become a super rantor at patreon.com/sunranto and become a part of our patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond help us produce the SunRanto show you know, if you would buy each of us a twelve dollar beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sun Ranto show, then join at the three dollar level. That's three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S O N R A N T O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad free. Stop making me waste your time sign up for as little as a dollar a month patreon.com slash sunranto patreon.com slash sunranto please join us today the sunranto show is brought to you by sports drink your digital water cooler sports drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports they're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team so a rising tide lifts all boats so go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in sportsdrink. That's spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels. S P R T S D R N K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. All right. Well, we got no, the do- Just so
4: you know, th- this was what I have.
1: Oh yeah, no, I've seen that. That's a beat. What's it Beach Tropics? <laughs> Beach Tropics, it, it has
4: this so you can pour it in there if you need to. So it has a little okay. uh, funnel, and then it has these seals so it looks like it's brand new. Oh, even better. I don't know. Now, I think I like yours better. Maybe we trade.
1: You oh, got I, two. You yeah, got, I got two. I got two. Yeah. How, how about, I, how about a, I give you one, and then you have one, and then I have one. Oh, you, you bought the double too. Nice. Now, have you, know, have you had success getting that into Wrigley Field yet? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, Um, I was going to put more in it, but then they would definitely know it would probably eat through the plastic, too. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, let's talk about the Dodgers uh, in memoriam of the Chicago Cup season. We're about to face the Dodgers, who literally ruined our season last year after we pitched a no hitter against them. It was all downhill from there. The Dodgers are in first place. Uh, no surprise. They are 16 and seven. Although last week they lost two of three to Arizona. Oh. So, you know, maybe they're you, bad. Remember how we used to complain about the Cubs playing down to bad teams and like, not like have it, you know, they're like, Oh, it's just the, just the pirates. We'll just roll through here. It's just the reds. We'll just roll through. And then they'd lose two or three. Maybe the Dodgers will do that. Like that's our only hope here. Um, so uh, the Dodgers don't strike out a lot; they walk a lot. They're uh, top ten in both of those categories. They have a higher OPS f- from the Cubs, but not by a lot. They've got a seven twelve OPS to a six ninety six. So they're not top of the league in that. And the Cubs are right; they're middling. Um, the Cubs have only four fewer home runs too. So it's like not—it's the, it, the offense is the problem right now, just because of one day where they right. scored 21 runs. <laughs> and so it's like until things, well, I would say
3: back, it's actually the eight days that they only scored one run. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's your the problem. Thing kills me. Yeah.
1: The Dodgers got a top end bullpen. They're third in ERA in the majors to the Cubs ninth. So the Cubs aren't doing that bad. You got David Robertson still hasn't given up a run. Keegan Thompson's doing great out of the bullpen. Although it is e- zero ERA is gone, but, um, uh, they've got a 265 bullpen ERA to the Cubs 317. Here's the, been the main problem the Cubs have given up the third most homers out of the pen. And that's kind of killing you, yeah, I would imagine. And then, um,
3: well, we got, but they're also throwing their pen maybe all, more the, than most teams. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, uh, the dot, and I did look that up. We were like top three in innings pitched, which I don't know how that's going to work out eventually. Um, so the uh, the Dodgers are the second best at keeping it in the park, so don't look for a lot of long balls from the Cubs. Uh, Dodgers, only eight errors on the season compared to the Cubs, 12, which doesn't sound like uh, only four more, but if you think about it, it's 50% more errors. No! <laughs> the Cubs, now with 50% more errors. Um, so uh, the Cubs have the ninth worst dir. Right now, which is a very important stat on the show. We talk about dirt a lot. The defensive efficiency ratio is the measure of how many outs you're getting. The Dodgers, number one dirt in the majors. So we're going to see what that looks like. 746. They're getting the outs, people. We actually may not see what
3: it looks like because the Cubs may just never hit a ball for three straight games.
1: Fair. Um, the weather is going to be uh, bad tomorrow. It's uh, probably going to get rained out, and I don't know what they'll do with that. They've got a, a mutual off day on June sixth, so maybe that is the day David Bodie comes back and uh, <laughs> to play against the Dodgers and hit a walk off grand slam. I predict it now. Um, and then uh, the the, um, the next two days are okay. Still not warming up here in Chicago. The sun hasn't really not come out, and it's yeah, the- it
3: fucking blows, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, how is it down in Iowa?
3: It, it Just is cold and shitty like it's supposed to get nice on Sunday and you but, used
1: to live in area uh, in uh, Colorado where it's sunny a lot like just, even yeah. though it's cold and it snows it's sunny I think they went like no what, it doesn't 45- it's not
3: yeah. cold and snowy where I lived like that's in the mountains people don't understand that like 75% of that state is just warm nice.
4: Carly, and then there's been like saying? a forty four or 45 days without seeing the sun here.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's kind of been bad. And uh it's like you could tell. I mean, maybe that's what all the fights in the bleachers are about. It's just oh yeah, it's just people you, who are depressed. Elongated upset. seasonal defective disorder. Um game one, did they announce that yet for the Cubs? I don't last I they saw did not- like it was like Smiley might come back from his bereavement leave. But otherwise, it's going to be another bullpen game, I guess. Don't know. Yeah, we don't
4: know. Um,
3: Is think bereavement leave, did he just realize he was on the Cubs and got real sad?
4: (laughs) Now, um, (laughs) they did call up a pitcher the other day for the bereavement. There was a corresponding move, and maybe he gets his start.
1: Who was it? I kind oh, of it's missed like that news. G R L, like what's his name? Oh, Gazelman. Yeah, Gisellman, Robert Gazelman. Yeah. yeah, he used to pitch for the Mets. I've seen that guy before. So uh, eh. people
4: are kind of. That was the one that uh, I talked to. They had a Twitter Spaces with the Cubs minor league uh, uh, broadcast announcers, and I jumped on there and talked to the guys. And they were. Uh, and I asked uh, Alex Cohen, who's broadcasting tonight for the Iowa Cubs, if you know who would be next man up after uh, Lighter Jr. And that's what he said. He's been pretty impressive. He's done everything you've asked. So why not give him a start? I would like to see.
1: And he's got major league experience too. Right. And probably a little bit more than lighter, I think. Um, so we're going up against Tyler Anderson, who used to be on the Rockies. And he's been doing great for the Dodgers, although he's kind of at the end of their rotation. Um, he's 2-0 and with a 255. That's their number five. That's so, their five right there. That's their number five. So uh, That's as
3: easy as it gets.
1: Yeah, so it's not a great look. Uh, thank God it's going to rain, so maybe they move him uh, to the next day. But uh, Anderson, last time he went out there he, against Detroit, he gave up only one run on 69 pitches. Nice. nice. Game two is Ross bobblehead day, and so Woo-hoo! I know Raleigh and I will be down there bright and early, and I will announce it now. If I, if I manage to get the bobblehead, which I am planning on getting, it is the Patreon patron prize of this month. Okay? We, so a a one lucky Patreon member will win the David Ross bobblehead that I get tomorrow in the stands. So if you're not a Patreon member, you should be because you could win a bobblehead.
3: We should get a bobblehead made of the Dancing with the Stars woman farting in his face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> god damn it yes we should and it, it needs sound though that's got to be one of the ones like the old uh <laughs> push a button which which one has sound uh crawley the it,
4: famous one that has sound that the cubs gave away was the jack brick house
1: yeah yeah that's right
4: oh that could we could just do the exact same thing
1: hey hey Stop that. Actually, we could just break <laughs> we could just break the speakers in the Jack Brickhouse one <laughs> so that it, so it sounds like <laughs> it. all right. So uh Justin Steele's gonna go out there one and three with a 550 for the Cubs and Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw, uh three and oh with a two thirty-five. He almost had that no-hitter on the first game, but they took him out after seven. Perfect innings. game. Oh, yeah, perfect game. Perfect game. It was perfect, yeah. One run on four hits against Detroit going 6th the last time he went out there and uh but here's the thing and it's weird I I looked up his splits his career splits a 474 earned run average at Wrigley Field that is the second worst and it's ahead of the Colorado Rockies and the other team. I forget what it was, but it's only like three innings or something like he was just out there for, for no time and one game or something like that. But with the Cubs, it's a few innings. We chased him last year in the first inning. If you remember that game. Yeah. Uh, Remember the Cubs swept the Dodgers at Wrigley field right at this time. We're facing them at the exact same time as we did last year. It was on May 4th. In in fact, Uh, we chased him in the first, Four runs on four hits, two walks. Of course, that's a completely different team than the Cubs have now. But what I'm saying is, Kershaw, and so are the Cubs. <laughs> Kershaw doesn't like. No, that's free. what
3: he's talking about. The Cubs are a completely different team.
4: Like the Dodgers have so many new guys too; it's scary.
1: yo well, they got better guys, and we got worse. Yeah, they, they just got better. It's it's, yeah. it's it's different here, as they say.
4: Yeah, it's,
3: different. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's different here. Nobody knows any of these guys. It's. <laughs>
1: We're all different.
4: Um, I will tell you, man, Trey Turner is one of those players that you just – I love watching Trey Turner play, man, mm -hmm. and I'd love for him to be on the Cubs next year.
1: Well, Johnny Anamanapia, when he played – Trey Turner comes from the Nationals, and Johnny, uh, longtime uh, contributor to this podcast and show – uh favorite player he's ever seen and they've had great the nationals had scherzer and all those guys like but no his favorite player by far was Trey turner and the dodgers i mean that's the difference between the cubs and the dodgers right like the cubs lose anthony rizzo they get frank Schwindel. the dodgers who was playing first base for him before last year muncie or somebody like that max muncie yeah Yeah. and then they pick up the the freaking guy from the braves frederick freeman
4: and Freddy, is Muncie still on
3: the yeah. Dodgers though? Yeah, so yeah. they got it. They kept. They, so they keep. The, yeah, it's it's you know, not even like Schwarber. It's not even <laughs> like they <laughs> lost somebody and replaced him with somebody better. They're like, you know what, Muncie? Yeah.
1: fucking hit the bench. Yeah, we yeah, got somebody better. Exactly. So uh you can Justin, you can DH Justin Steele. Not as good of an outing in his last two starts. He's only pitched six innings, three innings each time, giving up seven runs in those last two starts. Although only five were earned, that still sucks. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I, I just, you know, I've been saying this. Justin Steele just seems a little bit over kind of exposed, like the moment's too big for him or there's something he's got to work on or or maybe this this trial by fire is good for him. I don't know.
4: This is, this is what you have when you have young pitching is they're going to make mistakes. They're going to have flashes. They're going to look like shit other times. I mean, every now and then you'll have a pitcher come up and be dynamite, but in general, that's not usually the case. It takes a little time to kind of get him. Uh, Greg Maddox struggled the first couple seasons that he was up. Uh, 86, 87? 87, yeah. Yeah, it, not that great. So you're these are the lumps. These are the growing pains that you're going to deal with as you start to get young pitching in here.
3: And you heard it here. Crawley just said Justin Steele is the next Craig Maddox. Greg
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you, if you cast enough lines in the sea, you're going to catch a fish eventually. <laughs> just keeps saying shit, and then we'll just go. We'll take that tape. Somebody time stamp this right now. Um, game three, uh, Walker Bueller, who we've had a lot of trouble against, 2-1 uh, and one with a 2-12 versus Marcus Stroman. This is going to be a good game, at least on paper. But he's 1-3 and three with a 5-13, but his last two starts have been really good. Uh, Strowman's only given up two runs over his last 13 innings pitched. He had that two hit shot out against Milwaukee. Um, but Bueller hasn't given up a run in his last 14 innings pitched over two games and he struck out 15 over that span. So
4: Bueller always wears the super tight pants too.
1: Yeah. It's intimidating to see, yeah. that. <laughs> to see that man came, that man, that mantle, that mantle toe. Is that, is that a Mantle, Joe, when you make your balls? No, the, the guy's got,
4: like, quads and calves that are, like, ridiculous. Like, he wears his pants, like, three sizes too small.
1: Who else does that? That guy in the Cardinals, uh, O'Neill. Freaking Paul O'Neill. His dad was a bodybuilder, and he stands out in left field. And the dude's his ass crack is showing the whole game. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, we're like, have some dignity. We're yelling at him the whole game. <laughs> Wear a belt. There are kids up here. Yeah. <laughs> this is banned in Alabama. Um, You know, we're saying all sorts of things.
4: Um, You know, when you put Walker Bueller in Google, the second thing that shows up is pants. (laughs) (laughs) So if you put in, if you Google right now, Walker Bueller, it says Walker Bueller, then it says Walker Bueller pants, Walker Bueller wife, Walker Bueller college, Walker Bueller girlfriend. Those are the girls. This is what goes up.
1: So he's got a wife and a girlfriend. Well, see, that's what happens when you wear pants like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> so, um, all right, there, there's your series. Uh, there's your series. Uh, <laughs> if, if we get one win out of it. Um,
5: Today, we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. <laughs>
1: oh, what we, what's going to happen to us? I mean, I think we out a win. I do. I really do. Just uh, a, a, even if it's accidental.
3: I say we lose two.
1: Well, that's making out a win.
3: No, they don't play the third
1: game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> June 6th when David Bodie comes uh, back. Uh, that's
4: actually not a bad down. call, but I'm going to I'm gonna say the Stroh Show continues.
1: Oh, oh, oh I love it. Ooh, Stroh the Show. Leading up, the Stroh Show continues leading up until May 27th, where there are, I assume, a few tickets available, right, Crawley? To go few to the, tickets, to go not to a to lot
4: t- left, not a lot left. So if you're kind of on the fence, and what usually Put happens is you you usually kind of sell a lot right before the event, then it kind of just kind of like steadies out, and then right before the event, it always spikes up again. So I wouldn't play around too much.
1: Yeah, in the ticket, it's not like StubHub where the ticket's going to come down. No, you know. So uh, yeah, Friday, May twenty seventh. It starts at six o'clock. It's out in Lake in the Hills. Uh, your ticket includes a picture with Marcus Stroman. And I mean, just you and Marcus, like, you know, hanging out, like in front of this giant cub sign, they hire a photographer. It's a legit picture. You get a swag bag with Marcus Stroman's autographed baseball, uh, free food, not free food, you pay for it, but food, drinks, live all you music, can eat, all you can drink, all you can eat, all you can drink. And it benefits three great charities. Uh, it, uh, and uh, it's that's Height Doesn't Measure Heart, which is Marcus Stroman's charities. You, you also have Club 400 and uh the Lost Boys, who we tied 10% a month of all of our Patreon patron money to to the Lost Boys and Levante and all the great work they do here in Chicago. So, sorry, I got the hiccups. Um, <laughs> I didn't drink wine in a while. And it, it, it's instantly like I drank wine and I'm like... <laughs> a cartoon person right now you know you, you got a big swig but if of you go to
4: www.club400cubs.com <laughs> and then just click on events or danny can drop the I'm link gonna, the i'm here, gonna drop the
1: link because i'm copying and pasting as we speak it's funny you went there because that's it's exactly looking it like
4: uh it may be an infield fly girl appearance at, at that event as well
1: yeah absolutely it, it She's going to show up, and in fact, I know for a fact, infield fly girl bought her plane ticket. Yep, today we so will be here and at. So, if you've never met her, which we've never met her, so I'm actually excited because we. I love it when you know we made so many friends through social media and Twitter and Facebook and all of it, and at the ballpark, but. You know, she's one that's been on our show a couple of times now. We talk all the time. She's a great personality. She's got great takes about all baseball things, and uh, I'm just excited to, like, put a a face to a person or a a handle or a Twitter personality. As big as a
4: Cub fan as she's been, she's never been to Wrigley. So when you have somebody that's never been to Wrigley and they get to experience it for the first time – it it really is magical because sometimes you take it for granted because especially if you go to a lot of games you know what i mean you kind of i mean you still feel the magic but there's nothing like seeing it that first time especially somebody that's only seen it on tv you do the
3: rickys still give out the first game buttons or do they do away You're with that no they know. have uh
4: they have certificates
3: cost-cutting, yeah cost cutting measures we can't do that anymore yeah no these they, are really
4: nice certificates and then they sign it and they put the date of the game and who you are and all that stuff i got some i got some for my nephew last summer yeah. Really cool. And then you get them framed.
1: And, uh, and I'm I'm kind of just kind of brainstorming here, but like, I think maybe we could do like, because she's never been here before. Like maybe we should do like the, a, like a rancher best weekend ever. And like document the entire thing. And like, I don't know, like do some kind of like benefit for her to like, just make it that we just, I don't know, pay for everything. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like not everything, but like, you know what I mean? The, we should do like a best Cub fan weekend ever and document it all. And I'm just brainstorming here. Like I'm, I, I know, <laughs> I, I know how we ranchers are. And like, we, we raised like 500 bucks to send Johnny out to the world series. Like we, we do. Things oh, like this, And that. I'm, I'm just kind of going through them in the motions here and be like, let's make somebody's life special. Like, I don't know. I'm feeling positive. Just because let's I'm making get her my a, own serotonin here. Because yeah. Let, I haven't let, seen the sun in 40 days.
3: Let's get her a CTA
1: card. Um. Exactly. We'll buy our CTA card <laughs> an Al's beef and send her on our way. <laughs> Best weekend ever. Exactly. Um, I am dropping the link in the chat as we speak for the Bleacher Bum Band show that is coming up on May 21st at Output. It is free. Um, and uh, just show up and have a good time and rock out with us. Buy tickets to that game. We're playing the Diamondbacks. They suck, so we've got a good chance at a yep. win. And then uh, rocking out after, I just think it's going to be a fun shit show of the weekend. We'll get in fights. We'll make cup snakes. Uh, we'll, and, somebody and, will die. It'll be wonderful. Yeah,
3: I, I'm going to that game. I'm going to be there at that and Michael, one. And oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Michael That's
3: I'm finally going to get there. I really wanted to do the Dodgers, but I got too much shit going on this week. So
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh, pinch off the episode with TFCs. Does anybody have anything? I have. I think one left, maybe.
4: Yes, I. But have it's crawl.
1: It's Crawley related. My TFC.
4: God damn it! What did I do now? <laughs> Mine is no. Where the fuck did it go?
1: Uh, yeah, I moved everything down. It's so it's it, it's. I think it's probably this. Did I is do I have it right? It is. Yeah. Okay. Spin move fifty five. Okay,
3: so, so yeah, they're talking about the robot um, umpires, the the box. This is on the uh, Reddit baseball. Uh, so this is an Angels fan actually that posted this. Okay, so we get robot umpires. Next thing you know, Scherzer is going to disagree with their strike zone. Then he's going to argue with that robot. And with his crazy eye and intense insanity, he's going to accidentally cause a robot to feel an emotion for the first time. Fear. (laughs) That's going to lead to the robot umpires feeling threatened by all humans. And the next thing you know, the robot apocalypse is born. (laughs) Do you want Skynet? Because that's how you get Skynet. (laughs) Wow. That's
1: fucking good. That
3: is a hell of a – What was that, on Twitter? No, that was on Reddit.
1: Oh, see, yeah, that, that kind of shit doesn't last on Twitter. Like, Elon <laughs> Musk takes that down. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm already building that robot. I already own that robot. <laughs> you can't have it. Um. All right, th- th- here's my Crawley-related TFC right here. Um Crawley tweeted out, um, when he was at the game. I could tell you were cold and angry up there watching the Cubs and Emick offense like <laughs> piss the game away. But Crawley tweets out, debating whether I'm going to wait by the Sox bus and cuss out La Russa. Can't stand that old piece of crap. And I retweeted him and I said, do it. And at that point, 39 people had liked it. And this, I mean, that's 14 hours later. So I guess it wasn't that popular. But Tony Naomi... A a great Twitter personality says, ask him who dyes his hair. I need my boat painted.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you've been following this saga, but obvious shirts now has a store on grace and Clark street. If you didn't know that some mysterious person keeps leaving shirt suggestions on Joe's door.
1: Oh my God. And
4: this one made me, yes. And this one made me crack up because I thought it was hilarious. Today's shirt sign idea: Cup Snake Bash Backwash isn't free beer. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, that that remind That's like the
3: uh, in the movie Elf. Don't don't get the gum under the seat. Turnstiles are not free gum. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, who
4: amongst us? But this has, I mean, with, uh, this has been going on with uh, obvious shirts. Is this person now does it, and Joe has no idea, and they post up shirt ideas. Some of them are winners like that one. Others
1: not so much, but it's an adventure. I wonder who it could be. Some of them say, twist his dick. I mean, does, doesn't <laughs> – well, like, well, I'm going to put that one up tomorrow. <laughs> Too bad it's – I mean, honestly, like I wish I had thought to do this. Like I should have uh, – I should be that elf. Um, but now I'm obsessed with finding that guy.
3: Oh, yeah. Bring him on the show.
1: No, who's doing it? Like, no, I want to find out who they are and solve the mystery like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you know what I
3: mean? Like, how, Fucking, you pull We the started mask off? with the Flintstones and we end with Scooby-Doo.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ranto. Uh, uh, here's here's Ranto. another one. Here's another one. Uh, this one says, hoping to get to third base tonight.
1: Ooh, oh, I, I like, like that little, one. That's obvious. Obviously, after dark. So <laughs> yeah,
4: this is so it's basically obvious shirts, and the guy just comes and 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 posts these things. He has like a little shirt cut out, and he prints it out, and then and then he comes out there, and it's there. And and, and like I said, some of them, I like that one. Like I'm getting to third base tonight. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch this guy. I'm gonna find out. Here who we this, go. The uh, But if I.
4: See, I could never we'll, wear that
1: shirt
3: because it's never obvious oh, if I'm we'll, getting we'll, the third We'll
1: always have 2016. No, now I know who it is. Uh, it's solved. John Pincus and his worst case scenarios. <laughs> That's who, do you remember when he cried? Do you remember when John Pickus that we're taking ranchers way back in, in the way back machine? But John Pickus got drunk and called the rancher voice line at eight seven two two and six five three seven five and he cried about how. What are we going to do in the future? Just look up at those flags and think about the past. And we were yeah. like, "Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen, and yeah. it is what's happening." So I, I think John uh, Pincus is the T-shirt bandit. I have solved the mystery. I've pulled off the mask. It's Pincus. Um, Pincus, let's did. catch him. So this is happening every day. It's
4: not. I don't know if it's like me? every day or every other day, but like I see it all the time. I'm like I'm obsessed with it.
1: No, now I'm obsessed with it. Now you've got <laughs> two people obsessed with what you're talking about. So this is exciting. Um let's see what's going on in the comments. So maybe there's more clues in there. Oh, Danny equals Inspector Gadget. You know Second the only Inspector good thing Gadget about that
4: on tonight.
1: The only good thing about Inspector Gadget was the theme song. And I think it like you know one of those things that like my sister liked Inspector Gadget, but I didn't. And I was like, that show's dumb as hell. My sister's like, it's the best show. And all this stuff comes out of his body. I'm like, eh, whatever. And I don't know, it was like two years apart. Like, And one of us got Inspector Gadget. The other one didn't in the same family. So weird.
3: No, I, I dug Inspector Gadget, but you're right. The song was great.
1: Din and in it, Din and it, Inspector Danny. Did it,
3: Do, do, Inspector Ganja <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Rocket. All right, um. So uh, let's let's get out of here. Uh, I think the fitting show to play is a uh, song to play is No Fighting the Blancers. Oh, Chance. Chance.
0: Uh, uh, all
1: right. Yeah. I will always – somebody's always got to remind me. Yeah, but I, I, I just want to give everybody a heart attack, though, first before <laughs> ending the show. People do get upset, yeah, too. They're was- like, a Chance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, a whole
3: bunch of people had to delete. Well, they well, they well, were I mean,
1: just about to write it. Done. Okay, last chance. Uh hashtag chance in the in the chance chat. Um I'm gonna draw it. Oh one, one person came in since then. All right, I'm drawing it. Can you see the screen? We can yep. see the screen. All right, here we go. Let's draw it. <laughs> hey, Coach D. There we go. We'll be contacting you for your address. So Either that, that, or you, you can just bring it to the Strowman event. Oh yeah, I will de- hand deliver a postcard of Frank Chance to you right in front of Marcus Strowman, like a like a like the bosses we are. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, no, that's awesome. Congratulations, Daryl. And now we can say goodbye, um, or as we say on this show, Spagog. Spagog! Spagog. There's no fighting in the bleachers! There's no fighting in the bleachers! There's no fighting in the bleachers! There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did you call teach teacher? So take that shit outside There is no fighting in the bleachers What did your mama teach you?
4: in the videotape anyway. No, you
3: don't I put don't. it away. No, you don't. You put it away or I we There's no
4: fighting in the bleachers!
3: There's no fighting in the bleachers!
2: There's no fighting in the bleachers!
0: So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
5: Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media.